share life stories of various individuals to inspire and educate. You're listening to Anecdotes, a podcast hosted by two millennials, Timothy and Vance. Thank you for joining us on this learning journey. Let's discover our why together. Welcome to episode 21 of Anecdotes, a show where we share inspiring stories and learn how to become better each day, one anecdote at a time. I'm Vance, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Timothy. For this episode, Tim and I did something different. We discussed a Japanese reality show on Netflix called Terrace House and some lessons we learned. Listen on for more. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Mm, earlier this week, or rather Sunday I should say, I started watching this reality TV show by the name of Terrace House. So basically it's six strangers, three girls, three guys, living in a house together. And this is a Japanese reality show. Uh, basically it has been around for quite some time in Japan. But they had a tie-up with Netflix to do a reboot. And I happened to catch this, the season where they filmed it in Hawaii. So the, the reason why I want to talk about this particular reality TV show was because of such because of the simple concept that you just take six different people and you put them in a the house and you just record and observe their interactions, their dialogue, and some of them and in some and it doesn't help that all of them are very good looking. Like really, like I don't know why they. No, I don't know why they purposely choose all the really good-looking people to come onto the show. So apart from all that, I was thinking, like, why is it so addictive? Because it's it's so simple. There isn't any huge drama or anything, and then it got me wondering, like, why is it that? people like me or other people who enjoy this reality TV show is so drawn to this show. So in the essence, I think it's because we yearn to be like the characters in the reality TV show. We want to be like them. So that's why we enjoy it so much because it's sort of an escape where we can feel like we belong or we dream to be in that scenario where you live in such a big house a very beautiful place and then surrounded with beautiful people I think that's something that a lot of us crave but yet it's not happening so I think that is why uh, people enjoy it so much and I enjoy it so much and it's unlike other reality TV shows where it's scripted so this is totally unscripted you get to see um, two people liking each other, going on dates, and everything is all very natural. So basically, I think that's the appeal to it, is that everything just happens so naturally that we wish we were in their position. And then, the Japanese being the Japanese, everything they do has to be so precise and, and I don't know, what do you call it, like perfect in that sense. Perfectionist. Yeah, from the decor, everything is so nice. From 
the editing and even the record the video quality is like really good the lighting is always very good there's never a scene where you, you see very bad quality video editing so it's kind of it's very pleasing to the eye and mm. to the person as well watching it and then after that I think hmm, but that's not all because there has to be a certain element that draws people because I do not know whether they choose the characters um, based on looks or based on the personality mm-hmm. because they brought on an 18 year old guy who happened to be a very good guitar player but he doesn't have a girlfriend before he, he hasn't had a girlfriend before in his whole life Mm-hmm. And then I think the producers get that guy onto the show just to show like what are the difficulties a young 18-year-old boy might face when he tries to impress a girl, all that nerves and all that stuff. So everything was documented. So I think it's very relatable in that sense. So that's why it was so interesting. Okay. And then they got uh, another girl who's 18 as well, but... She's the total opposite of him. She's very pretty. She she's confident and she knows what she wants. So you get two people and but he he likes that girl and she doesn't like him. And then you get to see how people react to failure, how people try to step out of their comfort zone and you see their progress and their honest opinions about everything. So so in that sense it just feels very real. And then it it helps that there's another panel where uh, I don't know what you call them, but they will comment it on the show. So mm. like after every scene, then yeah. they'll stop and then they'll show this group of um, celebrities talking about the show. Oh, he should do that, and then they give their own take on what is going on, and then mm. it's very funny. So so the whole show is like that. It's very simple, but yet it can capture people's attention. So I think it's like the true essence of less is more. Like you okay. don't have to do so many things. You don't have to create a very good script. You just need to be natural, simple, and then the rest will flow. You just probably need good cast or some people who, who are just honest. Uh, and they really share their true feelings. And then there's this eighteen year, another 18-year-old guy who's chasing this 26-year-old girl. So they have an age difference of 8 years. And apparently... Now they are still together. And it's all happening in real life as well. I've got a couple of questions. I've got a few questions. Yeah. The first one, how <laughs> sure are you are that they are not all celebrities? No, they are not. They are just So they are just random formed. people on the street. Yeah, like they apply and then they are all from different walks of life. So they have to audition to enter the reality show? I think so. I mean, they have okay. to apply. Uh, for audition, I'm not sure. So, yeah. I guess the producers also pick... Them uh, because I I yeah. suppose they're all good looking people. So, for okay, <laughs> good looking as in you wouldn't think that they're ugly, ah? Uh? No, they are really like because all of them are mixed. Then it makes me wonder like mixed. Oh, yeah, all of them are half Japanese and half uh Eurasian or something, or half American. So all of them are mixed. Oh okay. Yeah, then there's one that's half. Uh, there's this girl that there's zero Japanese blood in her at all. Uh-huh. The eighteen-year-old girl, but she, but she knows how, but she knows how to speak Japanese. She fought, she and how she learned how to speak Japanese was she watching, Terrace House, the Japanese versions, and that's how she picked up Japanese. Okay. Yeah. So it was quite like so. Apparently, it's a very big 
uh, very popular show in Japan. That's been around for quite some time. Mm. It's just that with Netflix, your favorite, um, I don't know, producing company. What do you call Netflix? You call them a content producer. Yeah. You call them a content producer. They saw an opportunity and they just did a tie-up, you know, to give the international audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think a better term to use is a production studio. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm guessing Netflix gave them funding also. Yeah. Um, I don't think they needed because it's Fuji. I think it's some reputable TV network. Yeah, but I'm thinking because you, men- you mentioned that it is kind of a Netflix original, right? Because Netflix... I, I don't know if it's original, as but... Netflix kind of revived it, right? Uh, I wouldn't say revived, but probably gave it a different platform for it to reach out to an international audience. Because if you realise there aren't many English sub-Japanese shows. On Netflix? No. Like, around, you know, like, you know, on pirated size Korean dramas, there's Korean variety shows. There are yeah. tons of tons of English subs yeah. that can be streamed for free. But for Japanese, it's harder to find. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, th- that's what I've been reading on Reddit and stuff. Okay. So it's harder to find. So I think that's why Netflix comes in and, you know, mm. they give that exclusivity where they are one of the few that offers. English subs. So it's a win-win kind of thing for both mm. the producers of Terrace House and also Netflix. Yeah, and the, the reason why I like it so much is be- not only like the beautiful cast and all and the beautiful editing is because it gives us a stern reminder of whatever we have mentioned like empathy, you know, being a decent human being. It gives us a reminder that every single little thing could be misinterpreted by and uh, misinterpreted wrongly by another person because mm. there was this scene where the girl got hurt because she felt left out and then because she she came from Japan to Hawaii and she's in a foreign uh, country but the other guys they they grew up in the USA uh, one guy was very frank and with all his words uh, so apparently he didn't know that he made her feel left out left out and stuff mm. then he triggered me into thinking like oh yes like something so simple could mean so much to someone else and something so simple could mean nothing to you and then another thing that made me realize was that humans people are people everywhere also and it shows that all of them all of us wants to feel validated wants to feel wanted and it so shows that we are all social beings. Like from someone who who was very shy could actually open up to people, and then you just see like oh, and a different culture as well. Because the Japanese don't behave like how the Americans do. Where if if they are uncomfortable, they would still nod their head and try to resolve it in a peaceful manner. Whereas if you see American reality reality TV shows. It's all the drama, the shouting, mm. and even fighting. And then that's that's what the appeal is, you know. Like if you talk about Bachelorette or, you know, The Bachelor or anything for that matter, then there's the sex factor, so all the sex in the show and all that stuff. Yeah. So 
It's pretty interesting. So that's my anecdote for the week. Because I got I, I got a few questions about Terrace House though. Yeah. Because uh, as much as it's a reality show, right? The fact that you mentioned that uh, you know all these casts, all these cast members are you know they have certain characteristics and everything. I suppose the producers must have had something in mind when they casted these people. I, so I guess so. They are because this is not their first run, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised that if let's say I were to watch it, right, I find I would find it very interesting also. Because they cast people before and they know what kind of, you know, mix of personalities yeah. and everything, right? Will actually have certain sort of drama. Because if if there will be if there were to be a reality show <laughs> about two like minded people hmm. living under the same roof, it wouldn't it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that interesting. Yes. I, I guess it would still be interesting because people are still people, you know. Yeah. You will still have certain, even though they might be like-minded, but they will still have differences regarding different things. So I'm thinking that maybe because they know that this this mix of people, right, yeah. will, produce, will produce this kind of show. So in that sense, it's, uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's totally unscripted, but more like they, they, they kind of set the environment in such a way that... Yeah, yeah I mean... You have right. a point. And another thing is that uh, some of them came to the show saying that I'm here to find love and all that stuff. And they just tell it to everyone in the house. Like, uh, my sole purpose here is to find some, somebody to date. And then and the, the guy's reason is that he wanted to find somebody to date so that, because he's an aspiring actor. So okay. he said he wants to know how it feels like to be in love so that he can help with his acting in future. So he put out everything and then he just came here with the sole purpose of finding love. <laughs> is there any objective of the reality Each show? Each one of them has their own objective. No, as in, okay, the, 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 did, did, did they mention anything about the show having some sort of objective? No, right? It's no. just like, oh, this is this is how six people under the same roof. Six good-looking people. Okay, this is what, you ha- <laughs> this is what happens when you put six good-looking people yeah. under the same roof. And then let's see what happens, uh, Yeah, you know? whether like the the normal stereotype where, um, the girl will go for looks or the guy will go for looks, or is it the personality that attracts someone else, or is it opposites attract, or is it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because the argument is that all six of them are good looking, so there's no looks factor in that sense, right? Mm. Other than, of course, some subjectivity here and there, because you know yeah. certain kinds of good looking will appeal more to certain kind of people. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Other than those kind of techni- te- technicalities, I would think that uh, you know, it, and you also mentioned right, there's this uh part where they have other celebrities or talk, sh- I don't know, talk show hosts who comment on certain scenes, right? Because they will play back in the studio, and then after that they will invite people to comment on it, and then what. Well, what 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 should this guy do instead? What should they get? Yeah, then it's because some of the Japanese hosts are very comical and they have a very self-deprecating humor. Okay. So it kind of sets the tone, and then there will be female hosts also that will share their perspective also, and then they will like, oh, I'm on this guy's team, and then I'm on that girl's team, that kind of stuff. So it's. It's very funny. It's very entertaining, uh. Yeah. And I'm not sure if, I'm not sure who copied who, but Taiwanese shows. I, I believe in recent times Chinese shows also. But I'm very sure that Korean shows also have this yeah, kind of We Got Married is has that concept. Yeah, so I'm I'm not sure who copied who, but I would think that 
since you know so many different Asian cultures are doing it, yeah. and America, West, the Western, the Western countries have their own kind of you know yeah. this, their own version of reality show. Then you have people like weighing in on certain situations, right? I would say that uh, it's not a surprise that we just get entertained by yeah. all this kind of like human interaction and everything. Yeah, I was just trying to find like why is it so appealing, you know? Like then I just searched like why you should watch Terrace House. <laughs> then it's like like give me a reason to watch it, uh, you know. And like you go dig you dig like apart from whatever they say. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, I agree with them. But I still have I still wanna like dig deeper, you know. Why is it that this feels good? For you, you know. Is it because we wish we are them? That kind of stuff. Because it makes me feel like, wow, how I wish I'm in your position. But nobody ever says that in whatever are, they have written. I, I would think that there are viewers who think that way. Uh, they, they feel envious. They want to be in a, in a similar position as, you know, one of the characters in Terrace House. Yeah. I would think that you, you will want to... Because this is a bit of like a f- film theory kind of thing, uh. So certain kind of film theories say that you you be okay, certain viewers, right, they tend to identify with certain characters. And because of that, right, it feels it feels satisfying when your character has some sort of advantage or win in certain situations. And then when your character fails, right, despite some people might think that because this character is a failure and everything, right, certain viewers will like root for the failure. Yeah. Instead of because I mean I guess you can you can think of you can think of it this way you you like certain characters because they are they have wins and everything but when they lose also right it doesn't mean that you leave them you will still be rooting for them because you can kind of relate because mm. when they mm. when they lose also right it feels like they are still human like you yeah so you can you kind of like identify as their yeah. character and then whenever they win or whenever they lose right it feels like you are actually the, the yeah, character yeah yeah this basically. Something that I was trying to convey, I think. It's a very psychological thing, but it's I'm very sure they put a, a lot of uh, video producers, right? They put a lot of thought and research into this, right? To come out with such a show. Yeah, and the thing is, it's all recorded and they have to transform like, don't know how many thousands of hours of video yeah. and edit it into a narrative. And how, I don't know how it's, how it's going to be like, but I know it's not easy. And it just sounds really difficult. Reality shows in general are a lot easier to film and direct. There's no directing. Yeah, precisely. That's why it's because it's there's very minimal directing and. But it's very hard to edit. To edit, yeah, and create a narrative. So in that sense, right, I would say that uh, it's because they the 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 editors, right? Even though they are the one who who edit, right? Very much of it will still be under the control of the director. So the director is, is still the one who decides like, this is how the narrative should, should tra- uh, transpire and everything. Yeah. And I forgot to mention why I started to watch it. It was because my friend said that uh, I talk and behave like one of the characters. <laughs> to, the quote is the mannerisms. I don't even know the meaning of the word. I haven't gone Googled it. Or look it up. It's a bit uh, like your behavior. Yeah, it's just behavior. But it's um, behavior. But it just makes me associate with manners in a way also. To to a certain extent, yes, <laughs> but mannerisms is a bit like 
your whole persona. Vibe, yeah, vibe, behavior, and yeah. also it's it's usually a combination of how you act, how you speak, and your personality. So it's just a whole thing instead of individual stuff. So it's just like the entirety of you. So it gives him that kind of vibes, uh. Yeah, and apparently the guy is called Guy. <laughs> but I haven't seen how he behaves, so I don't know. Because I was told that I speak really slow. I'm not like really slow, but I speak slowly. I I, I don't think so, but maybe because I'm used to the yeah, speed to his, this is speak. Thing. So, I don't know. Well, I'll see for myself. I have yet to see that person yet. But so, yeah, luckily tomorrow is a holiday. and <laughs> So you're going to binge watch? I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I'm going to subscribe to Netflix also. <laughs> this is not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ne- Netflix is awesome in that sense. Like, I don't know. I, I I just love their content. But uh, since since you're talking about films, I I kind of thought of this. It's not really an anecdote, but it's more like, Something I list I listen over a podcast, so I'm a huge fan of slash filmcast. It's a podcast by. It's not a sponsor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you mention another podcast, it's usually not a sponsor. But anyway, I I I'm a huge fan of slash filmcast, even though I've never written into them or anything because you know I'm I'm not living in the US. So, but I will write in definitely soon. Actually, this. The the moment the moment I go home tomorrow I'm going to write one already, cause I just want to express my gratitude and everything. But anyway, back to this. I'm a huge fan of Slash Filmcast. It's a podcast by three friends, so one one Asian American, one he's he's American but he has uh Spanish blood I think I believe, and then there's this uh Indian American. So it's a very diverse cast, and they talk about movie reviews. Right, every week. And then there was there was this time, right, when uh one of the hosts, his name is called Jeff Canada. So he's the American with a bit of Spanish descent and everything. So he mentioned that he, he got very affected, right, by tweets that flame him. So whenever someone or a troll either a troll or a hater, right, sends malicious tweets to him, right, he gets very affected. He feels like why why is this person hating on me? I can't understand why he don't like me. And he's like spending all his time and effort to disturb me on Twitter. So he can't, he, and he's been upset for many, many days. He's like depressed and everything. And then his other, his other co-host asked him, why don't you just block the person on Twitter? Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it like save you the trouble and like time and energy and emotions to get upset over this, this one person? Then he say, I never thought of doing that because I don't know, I just want to, I'm still curious. Even though you know that someone is hate, someone hates on you. Someone's a troll and everything, right? They're doing it just to just to anger you, right? But you're still curious as why and what the kind of tweet talks about. So I think it's kind of relatable to, uh, I would say a bit like the kind of rejection that you mentioned in we mentioned about the characters in Terrace House. Even though it doesn't really matter, but okay, I mean in Terrace House, I guess to a certain extent it matters because they're living under the same roof. Yeah, actually. It was true that... Okay, so... Basically, I, I think... I can't remember correctly, but... That character that got rejected. The the 18-year-old without a girlfriend. Yeah. So they keep, the, the host keeps saying that he's a virgin. And stuff. <laughs> so, like, they were all rooting for the virgin <laughs> to get the girl. So, apparently, I, 
if I'm not wrong, the reason why he's on the house was to pursue music and, you know, just maybe get a girlfriend and, uh, you know, just to open up and get to know more people. Mm. So, the funny thing about this show is that once they achieve their objective, they will leave the show. Oh, so, so uh, they will mention the objective yeah. before the show? Yeah. Like, not before, but during the introductions. Where but the other characters wouldn't know. Everyone will know. Everyone will know. Yeah, they will just... Like, everything's all add to them. And the thing is, four weeks into the show, they'll get to see the first episode. So, they'll get to see the confessions or like, like the stuff that I say, oh, I like this girl okay. while filming. So it's very interesting. So while all this is happening, whatever you see on their Instagram, they're still filming in the house or something. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, back to the guy. So apparently he got rejected. And then he was so sad. And they show him, he made a reservation. So the girl, he, the girl accepted the date. But she didn't felt that it was a date. She just thought it's a natural thing to just go watch a movie with him. So, yeah. th- so they filmed the part also when they went yeah, to watch a movie. Yeah. Okay. So after the movie, he asked her whether you want to have dinner. And <laughs> she said, her grandma cooked, so she's going home to eat. Oh, wait, but I thought they're living under the same roof? They went out, what? But she has family. She has family at Hawaii, the girl. No, but wouldn't they need to return to that house instead of... No, they can do whatever they want. They can just sleep there. La. They'll just sleep in their house. But in the day you have whatever they have works out there, works out them are not doing anything. Oh, it's like the okay. Sims. I just realized, it's like the Sims. It's like playing the Sims or watching the Sims on autopilot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then I think that's why people like enjoy playing Sims, ah, because they get to live in an alternate reality where yeah. they can don't work and do whatever they want at home. Okay, back to the guy. <laughs> so the reason why he quit was I think. Because he got rejected and he realised that what he really wants to do is to pursue his music. Ah. And so he already experienced trying to get a girl opening up already. So he so just left. He just, he said, okay, I, I'm going to leave. Then he still write one song about his whole experience in the, <laughs> in the show. Then he sang for that way. Then he left. Then he said, oh, I'm going to quit. So yeah. So, so there will always be new characters coming in when one leaves. Okay. And then... <laughs> Like jumping back and forth, but wait, what were you talking about? I was talking about one of the one of the podcast hosts. He mentioned yeah. that he he feels so affected by by trolls on Twitter and yeah, everything. Yeah. But the fact is, you know, he's actually an actor, and then he's a host of other few podcasts where he he do what he loves, uh, video gaming and uh, about films. So basically, right, he's a he's a podcast he he podcasts as a living. Wow. So he has shows, and then sometimes he have he get acting gigs. He appeared in I think a few movies, not not those kind of blockbuster movies, but he indie appeared in films. indie films and I think a few mainstream films also. So he's apparently quite famous in America. But this guy, supposedly, you know, someone who has fame, you know, podcast for a living is kind of living the dream of most of his fans and everything. But he's so but affected. He's, yeah, but he's so affected by a... F- In fact, he only mentioned, right, he he only ma- he mentioned a few people, but he only remembered this one troll and he refused to block that person. But, uh, so so I listened to the, I listened to every single episode. So the episode after that, right, and, and this was quite, like, a few months back. So he, he said that in the, the next episode, he, he, he told the, the other hosts that uh, he eventually 
decided to block the person, the troll, finally. But even then, right, it's still a nagging, nagging thing at the, pack, at the back of his mind. So even though it, 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 this story might not make much sense to you, right, but I'm just trying to say that even I mean, people are just people. We all get affected by all sorts of things that you wouldn't... Maybe because certain people, right, are viewed in a certain light on screen, on media and everything, right? So people naturally think that they are not... They are not like us. But because... Because, right, of his this kind of human... Very human kind of trouble, right? Getting... Getting... Uh, getting so affected by a troll on Twitter, right? It makes him very relatable. And I, and I actually, actually sharing this anecdote, right? Because it links back to Terra's house. It's precisely because, right, all these good-looking people, right? They appear in the Terra's house, right? I would say that the most entertaining, even though it's not it's not nice to say that it's entertaining, but the most entertaining part of Terra's house, right? It's actually the, the It's actually the rejections. It's actually the parts where the characters, right, don't get what they want. And then they try to fight for what they want. Because you mentioned right, right? Because it's very relatable. Yeah, because it's like very relatable. Every, it feels like yeah, it feels like it feels like, feels like all these people, right? Even though they are on screen, right? They are very much like us, and kinds of validates our own existence, so we won't have this kind of crisis where we think that you know, we the problems we face, right, are only unique <laughs> to us. When in actual fact, right, everyone faces all these kind of problems, rejections, not getting what we want missing our objectives and goals and everything but eventually because all these people right okay either they leave or they achieve their objective yeah. and then they leave right but for them to achieve their objective right the, the next most interesting part of the reality show is I guess the part where they work so hard to get what they what they really want hmm. right and that's where you know you're rooting for him and everything you know, of course mentioned that's not right they're all rooting for the virgin yeah. because they think that he should get a goal and everything because you know yeah. he's like so uh, he wants to they want to protect him he want, they want all the yeah. best for him and everything because it feels like themselves when they were in his shoes before and there's one guy that I think is a, like a middle aged guy that's also a virgin so he's like on that guy's boat the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why it's just very funny so this, this, this might be a very biased statement but I think that this kind of reality shows right as much as people might think or film critics might think right they have no value at all, right? Because it's just entertaining, right? But it kind of serves a social purpose where it affirms the humanity of people even on screen. Yeah, it's all about rejection. It's like, it's just um, showing that even if you're good looking, yeah, even if you're famous, even if you're even talented, you may not get what you want every time. Yeah. No matter who you are, you're still gonna face a lot of shit that's gonna be thrown at you the whole time. And and I don't feel that there's no like uh like even though it's entertainment, like I said, it gives me a reminder of how I should behave every time. Like how to be more sensitive towards others, how to have more empathy. I, I think that show gives me that perspective. I'm not sure about how others might feel. Like, if you are looking at the superficial stuff, then of course you're going to feel like it's a superficial show. Mm. But if you... It's all about perspective, being objective. It's how you look at it. I look at it with how it's going to make me feel, how I can learn or how I can get value out of it, which is not through stunning visuals alone. I mean, that helps. <laughs> but 
it's through what I can get, which is all that empathy, kindness, and stuff like that. I think I think the part where you know they use the stunning visuals of the beautiful cast to draw you in, and then they give you they give you a lot of value by you know have a lot of underlying lessons mm. that teach you about life, about rejection, about getting what you want, and then after achieving your objective, you move on. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like uh, you know how they teach you to write uh, an essay or something where uh-huh. you suddenly you have a point and then you have the evidence and then the whole scenario playing out. There's like the point and the evidence and the explanation. Okay, point and evidence. Uh-huh. That's how I was being taught social studies. Uh. Point, evidence, explanation and then summary. So the situation playing out is the point and the evidence in the show. And then the okay. explanation and summary is the host giving their opinion. So that the one is the, more like the AR, right? Yeah, so it's like the a, studio. a narrative uh. like of explaining the rejection on what. And they give some scenarios of what he should have done, which, should, which is also applicable to us. So what, what you're saying is if it's a reality show... There's just capturing six people living in the same roof, you know, and then you just capture all their interactions and everything without the part where they have the AAR after action review for, by the host and the celebrities, right? Then that will be not of not much value. But mm. because they show that... Oh, I mean, it might... Yeah, 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 I agree. Because when they show that, then it reinforces the idea maybe of what you're thinking or it gives you another perspective altogether. Mm. Yeah. So in that sense, it's entertaining and also edu- educational. I, I would guess say. so. <laughs> but of I mean, course, to me at least. Uh. Yeah, at least to you. Uh, but I think that could be. I I I'm not sure, but I would think that that is that is probably one of the objectives of the producers and the directors, and the fact that they have kind of you know helped one person like you. I would think <laughs> that they they kind of achieve a certain kind of objective, right? Because of course you know because you must think of how the film critics think. They think of that kind of show, right? A reality show in general, right? Ranks very, very low on film critics' uh, radar and everything. Because reality show, right, feeds on all sorts of temptation and, you know... Lust. Lust and everything. Yeah. And because that is the traditional kind of reality show. But I think, right, Terra's House and a lot of, you know, other, like, We Got Married, the Korean... A, a, a kind of a Korean version of this kind of reality show. All this kind of... There, there, there should be a term like educational reality show, it actually provides certain kind of value and it shouldn't be like categorized as under those kind of like entertainment. titillating and entertain, entertaining reality shows. Yeah. I think you mentioned before that reality shows are the easiest because there's no script, there's no... There's minimum directing, scripting yeah. and everything. You just need to have, you know, a lot of cameras. Yeah. And then you just need dramatic people, characters... To make the thing interesting. They depend largely on the characters. But this one, in a sense, right, it is more of the structure of the reality show that makes it successful rather than the characters. Because if you depend on the characters, right, you have very little control, right? But if you have a proper structure like Terra's House, it is almost a given that the show will be both entertaining and educational. They'll be able to run itself. Yeah. And the part where I think it's educational is where the critics come in. I mean the host. I mean, yeah, that's, that's why. So, do you want to do a quick wrap-up of your learning points? Actually, 
honestly, if I, I the second part of learning part, I I didn't felt that way prior to the recording. Now which one? Which part? The part where I say like I can learn on the empathy and all that stuff. But I stopped where I stopped. Like whole my whole analysis of it. Oh, stop okay. where I stop. It was only after you mentioned about that that I realized, oh yeah, actually I did learn something from it. Or feel something different about it. All these kind of reflections kind of, you know, build on each other and then yeah. one thing leads to another and yeah. So for me so actually the so basically the summary is this. Even though when you you summarize right lah, I know I can't <laughs> think of Okay. Are you summarizer? So we're gonna do, we're we're gonna do a quick wrap up here. Even though this episode might sound like some sort of like film review kind of thing, because we are we are we are huge fans of videos, not not just any videos but TV series, movies yeah. and everything. So I guess it's inevitable that we will talk about you know certain kinds of lessons or anecdotes from TV shows and movies. But anyway, for my end, I think that even though I haven't watched Terrace House yet, right, and you feel more inclined to watch now. I feel more inclined to watch it, but uh, until you sort out your stuff, I think you should. Until I sort out my stuff, and maybe because I've watched several other kinds of Korean Taiwanese versions of Terrace House, that's why when you, when you mentioned the part right where they have you know celebrities and talk show hosts. Discussing about it, right? That's something I remembered. Oh, so it's that kind of it's that kind of reality show then. But it's just a very different vibe. I've watched whatever you mentioned before. Uh-huh. It's just the feel is very different. Okay. Yeah. Because uh there is a there, there's a Korean variety show ongoing now, okay, every Friday. They have several celebrities, but those are those are celebrities are there. Those these are not yeah. like normal people. So they have celebrities, right? Living under the same roof. So I happen to know, right, because one of my what favorite... Called? Huh, what? what? It's called... It? Uh, there are a lot of... There are, there are many English translations for it, but the most logical one to me uh, is um, roommates. Something like uh, unusual roommates or... Oh, sorry. Unreasonable roommates or willful roommates. And that's pretty pretty much it. So they just have celebrities living, un- living in the same house and then they just have uh, cameras uh-huh. filming them. And then after that, right, they have a segment where they, the actors who live in the, under, under the same roof, they will be in a studio with other, with the talk show host, with the right reality show host, and then they will review, you know, talk about the funny, funny moments, anything that, anything, anything that they have learned, anything that they want to highlight or stood up most to them and everything. So it's quite similar to Terrace House, but not in that sense because you know you mentioned that it's more because Terrace House has more of a. They, they evaluate your life choices. Okay, maybe not life choices, no, no, but... No, not so... What la? But I don't like say evaluate, but just give their opinion and stuff. About certain interactions, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... I mean, to give a like, overall view, is like life choices lah. Kind of lah, I guess. I maybe, guess. I don't okay. know. So, I think you deviated from the summary. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay, my summary is through all these kind of reality shows, right, that you mentioned, that you share, even though I've ever watched, I feel that um, anything that has any sort of rela- relatability element to it, whether is it an anecdote that we share or a, a reality show that we watch, as long as there's some sort of rela- relatability, right, there is a p- 
possibility or potential to learn something that can help you with your future interactions with people mm. or with situations or anything. Mm. And because of that, right, I think that it's very important for us to have reflections. Uh. Like, we, whenever we, we, we go through anything, right, whether it's a success or a failure, we need to review these kind of things. Just like how the the Terrace House reality hosts review it so that it makes more sense rather than just happening and just and just letting it pass. Because, you know, we... We, we don't learn anything. Yeah, we don't learn anything because we go through a lot of things every single day. Of Our course, mind every- cannot process everything. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying that you should review every single thing that happened in your life, lah, but I'm saying that the things that stood out most when it has some sort of success or failure element to it, right, then you should definitely try to reflect on it, think about it, how you can do it better next time, and hopefully, you know, it will help you in your future interactions with people and situations. Yeah. And just because someone is on screen, someone looks beautiful, someone looks everything, but people are still people, so they face rejections and everything, like every one of us. And because of that, right, I think we shouldn't feel lonely, even though, you know, loneliness is something that we feel all the time. Especially, you know, when, you go, when you're going through some hard times, mm. right, it feels like you're alone. Mm. It feels like the whole world is against you. But in actual fact, if you think about it, right, there are a lot of people going through the same thing as you who actually immediate, eventually overcome that and lead lead on with their own lives so it just takes a bit of patience and resist persistence yeah yeah that's my summary yeah I think that's a good summary how about you (laughs) I don't want to get too draggy I mean it's really what I feel also just that you sum it up in a more concise manner (laughs) well that that wasn't exactly that concise but I mean it isn't that concise but it's clear I don't know. It just feels that you understood what I'm saying, and you could say it in your own words in a yeah. understandable manner. Yeah. So nothing else to add. Nope. Okay. So the takeaway for everyone is to watch Terrace House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For and if you don't like, I mean, if you don't watch, at least watch for the girls or the guys. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, let's end it then. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening. For Bye. That's it. Thank you for staying until the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed this, share this with your friends and tag us on Instagram or Facebook to connect with us. Would appreciate any sort of feedback. Be sure to check out the show notes at theanecdotes.net. T H E A N E C D O T E S dot net. Thank you once again. Thank you.